All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Not me, that is for sure. So get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. I just used the coconut oil and vitamin E shower cream, and I seriously forgot I was in my own bathroom. It smelled like a spa. Plus, it's allergen-free, so it's gentle for your skin, and it worked in as little as three minutes, so no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasted days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates, so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's what you really missed with Jenna and Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to And That's What You Really Missed podcast. I'm Jenna. I'm Kevin McHale. <laughs> and today we are talking Gwyneth Paltrow, basically. Oh, <laughs> all things Gwyneth. Hello. It's, hi. It's the substitute day, a.k.a. Gwyneth Paltrow's. <laughs> Emmy Award winning performance on her first episode of Glee. She looks so good. She looks so good. You know what's infuriating too? I remember when she showed up and they were like, she doesn't really want to wear makeup. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, don't really do her hair. She was like, just straighten it from like the half down. She's like, don't touch the top. Yeah. And there she is looking (laughs) younger than all of us. (laughs) That's infuriating. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about Gwyneth, but let's just give a little um, a little preamble here. This is the substitute. It is episode seven of season two, and the air date was November sixteenth, twenty ten. We are getting close to Thanksgiving. What was uh, what was going on in the world, Kevin? Oh na na, what's my name? Was the number one song. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly it was. what Rihanna sounds like. And the number one movie was Unstoppable, starring Denzel Washington and Chris Pine. Also didn't see that. Nope. Um, <laughs> some Glee news this week. Um, Leah and Corey were on the cover of Teen Vogue. <laughs> Looking very angelic. <laughs> I mean, beautiful, like models. The lighting. <laughs> also this week, um, some of us went to the GQ Magazine Men of the Year event. Um, I was at jealous. At the Chateau. I had a very, it looks like I had an accident with a hair straightener. <laughs> you look like you stepped out of like emo, the emo 2000s. In this it was hair. bad. So we were filming 
Um, we were filming at that high school where I did safety dance. I mean, at the mall where we did safety dance. I don't know what we were filming there. Um, we haven't gotten there yet, but... Was it Christmas? Maybe we were filming Christmas. Maybe it was that. And so we had exactly two seconds to get ready, like <laughs> Don't in you? our trailers. And that's when this this whole started, this thing where if we had to go yeah. to an event, we were so busy working that they would have hair and makeup come to set to get us ready yes. and go straight from set, which was like not the ideal. It, you know, it was not ideal. And I mean, that's you saw what happened with my hair. But that's where we also met um, my good friend, Douglas Booth, actor. Is that Get, where you met Dougie Booth? That's where I met Dougie Booth because oh, he was goodness. a model at the time becoming an actor. <laughs> and that's where it all started. Oh, I love Dougie Booth. I know. Oh. Isn't that great? That is great. What a memory. See, it was worth it. It was worth getting ready really quickly so I could go befriend one Douglas <laughs> Booth. Okay, so this episode was directed by... Ryan Murphy. Didn't remember that. I didn't either, but it makes sense. Like, this episode is directed very well. <laughs> it's, well, it's directed very well. It's a very funny episode. And also, I couldn't see anybody else directing Gwyneth on her first episode. Of course. So, yes. Makes sense. Okay. Well, our special guest star is Gwyneth Paltrow herself, uh, Holly Holiday, and um, We've got a lot of co-stars, a lot of teeny tiny co-stars in this yes, episode. Yes, <laughs> we have the child version of the Glee Club, <clears throat> which was so cute. <laughs> Loved them. That was the you look best. a little green. <laughs> Mr. Shea, you look a little green. I remember being back behind in Village when they were doing that and all of us trying not to crack up laughing it was all so the parents cute. of these little kids yes. are there of course obviously um how cute were they we were all there watching obsessed yes i have it a photo of surreal. all of us with our our minis on yeah. um uh I, that we can post later uh that was really fun we'll, we'll talk about that they're all really cute <laughs> they're so cute and so good um i, I don't even want to look up how old they are now Oh, and Jessalyn returns for this episode, obviously. She sure does. Good. We need more Jessalyn always. Right. What songs were in this episode? You know, we don't have that many songs. We have Forget You, Mm -hmm. Make Him Laugh, Mm -hmm. Nowadays, slash Hot Honey Rag, and Singing in the Rain, slash Umbrella. There was a little Um, conjunction junction as well. (laughs) That's right. I mean, her um, other class montages were <laughs> so, so funny. good. Um, and then uh, GP won the Emmy, like you said, for guest outstanding guest actress in a comedy series for outstanding this, she was for Holly Holiday. Uh, what? So this episode, Mister Shu gets sick. He gets the was it the monkey flu, the bird flu? There's something going around. It takes okay. out. It takes out flip. the principal and it takes out the Glee Club director, you know? Yep. And Holly Holiday comes in to take over his Spanish class and then at the work of Kurt, the Glee Club, and she winds up winning everybody over. And Sue is principal Figgins Sylvester for some temporary moment, which <laughs> is permanent. And she tries to get crazy. 
She doesn't try. She does get crazy. She does get crazy. She takes away the tots. <sighs> the whole episode made me hungry. I was like, tater time. <laughs> they looked really good. Before we get into this, mm-hmm. I think we just have to talk about Gwyneth for a hot second. Let's talk about it. I was so nervous <laughs> and starstruck because I think this was the first time I'd ever been around like an Oscar winner. Mm. And I wasn't sure how I was going <laughs> to be able to like play cool. it really cool. Mm-hmm. You know when you try to play it cool and you just come off actually cold? Yes. And like rude? I was very worried about that because I just wouldn't speak. Like we'd be sitting in the, <laughs> you know, like in between shots of like, <laughs> just like trying not to make eye contact. And then luckily Gwyneth is one of the coolest doesn't chillest. give a shit, chillest <laughs> person you could ever meet and was incredible. She was so much fun. She came on set. Yeah. I, her stature is so um, large. And, that aura. Yes, that aura. And she comes up and you're like, oh my God, like I get it. You know, you like get it. Um, but she was so cool and so chill and hung out with us in between takes. Like she didn't walk away, you know, like no, she, she was always just with us, with us hanging out. Her kids. Funny. That's right. She brought her kids a lot. Terry. It was, oh my goodness. It was really a fun time. And I don't think we could have ever expected that from Gwyneth. No. You know, you just don't expect to like have. And then I remember she also gave us all um, handwritten notes, which yes. I believe she actually wrote. Um, yeah. <laughs> thank you notes for being on the show. And, and like, nobody did gift. that. Yes. No. It was really sweet. And yeah. Um, I, I remember being like, oh, we're doing a musical number with her. Two musical numbers. Yes. Are you kidding me? When I realized that I was singing on a song with her, I was <laughs> like, I can't wait for my family to see this. I've really come up. <laughs> like, I am. <laughs> Do you remember when she came on tour and did the O2 with us? Oh, yeah. And um, she did Forget You, and we didn't have that in there otherwise, obviously. But she came, and I remember... She was with Apple, and Apple was kind of grown up at that point. This is after, way after this first episode. But she she came backstage, and, you know, we got to hang out with her for a little bit. And then she, they were like, we rehearsed for, you know, the number before she went on. And then she's like, I'm going to go watch the show. And we're like, what? Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to go watch. So they, I see her in the opening number. I think it was like in the opening three trio that we do. And I see her get escorted, I think maybe by Telly, all the way down to like seat number four in the aisle, row mm-hmm. four in the orchestra. She's wearing a Glee sweatshirt yep. with the hood <laughs> and the drawstring yeah. all the way up. And nobody... New. No, because <laughs> we were so dancing. entertaining. No one was watching what it felt though in the audience. Yeah, sure. She, she mm-hmm. was dancing. It was. Re- I was like, "You're gonna go watch the show? <laughs> Stay uh, back here." And <laughs> I feel like I performed most of that show for Apple and her friends because right before they started, Apple like nicknamed me something. I don't remember what it was. And Artie Pants, it was Artie Pants, and yes. they all were calling me Artie Pants. And so they were standing <laughs> on the side of the stage. So every time I'd go over there. I would just yell out Artie Pants and like point to them. They would like scream and dance around. Um, yeah, it was one. It was very surreal. 
Like you grow up like hearing about somebody and seeing them in movies and tabloids and things. And you're like, oh, now we're just hanging with Gwyneth in London or wherever, (laughs) like eating pizza off of the hood of a car on the back lot as we're shooting with her and her kids. It's like, this is wild. Yeah. And we're still friends and she's great and wonderful. And we love her. Yeah. And And also just in the Glee family now, having married Brad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) See, Glee was life-changing for her, too. Now here we are. (laughs) Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection. In on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives swim collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with a limited edition bombshell escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent, dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations 
questions that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so Sue, there's a there's a flu going around, <laughs> and she makes sure that Principal Figgins gets it. So Zeises <laughs> sneezes on um, Figgins, and this made me think of COVID. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Don't sneeze on them." No, very scary. But Figgins gets very sick, and Sue is principal. And her first order of business is she's going to destroy the Glee Club again. So here we are. So then Will gets sick. And this will be kind of the other part of this episode. And Will goes down as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sue also tries to take down the football team. And this scene where she comes in to dot to Coach Beast and says she's... <laughs> She is disbanding the football team. <laughs> and then Coach Beast, for the first time, we see her in a power position mm-hmm. saying, well, who are your cheerleaders going to cheer for? Um, Sue's reaction, number one, was great. But also, this was one of my favorite scenes. I love this scene. <laughs> it was really funny. Cut to her writing in her book. <laughs> humiliation yeah so good um so obviously then with shoe down bad with the monkey flu Mm -hmm. we need a new glee club instructor so rachel tries it for a hot second which is very funny but the glee club's obviously not happen having it and so kurt recruits the sub for spanish which is none other than Holly Holiday, Gwyneth Paltrow. And he convinces her to um, take over the Glee Club after being in her English class, where she does a full musical number of conjunction, conjunction. <laughs> and she comes in, and I think probably <laughs> is one of the most famous scenes from the show now of, you know, Puck buttering the floor, Kurt and Rachel slipping on the butter, and Very Gwyneth... Funny. Like just coolly sliding in. Do you remember how she did the butter? I don't actually. They put her on roller skates. Really? She was on roller skates and she skated in. I don't remember that at all. And I was like, what is going to do on roller skates? Yeah, I remember not knowing what was going on. It clearly we didn't read the script. <laughs> like, how do we not know what's happening in this yeah, scene? Yeah, you're like, what's going on with the butter? And like, what are you talking about? Um, yeah, she was on like roller skates or rollerblades, and I'll never forget it. <laughs> I'll never forget it. So she comes in and um, she asks us what we want to do, which is like such a concept. It's kind of like uh, in Glee when a director is like, "What do you want to do?" Right. Yeah. <laughs> and. So Puck's a CeeLo. Yeah. And so Holly Holiday does her first number. I mean, and she ended up doing this on the Grammys with CeeLo, which is crazy. That's, That's right. That's a, a crazy impact because that was one of the biggest songs of that year. And then you're nominated for a Grammy and you have 
Gwyneth Paltrow come on and do it with you because that version was so big. You know? You, Isn't that insane? I mean, it's it's crazy. I also don't know that I knew that Gwyneth could sing like that. Did you? No. And I she was super, I think, excited to do that because also oh, yeah. a lot of these guest stars wanted to come on the show because a lot of people can sing and don't get the opportunity to if they're, you know, movie stars or TV stars. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of musicals going around. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. Mm. And I think she sounds great on this song. Kevin, I, we have to go back to um, the conjunction junction for just one second. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> our producers found this thing and it's like hot goss and we need to clear it up. Okay. So when um, Holly Holiday makes that dig about Lindsay Lohan in yeah. this episode. Oh, that's in her Spanish class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lindsay, apparently Dina Lohan was very upset about the jab in this episode. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. But, and then there are reports that the cast made amends with Lindsay over a dinner. It wasn't a dinner. We did hang out with her. It was after the SAG Awards and we ran, everything happens at at the Chateau. At the Chateau? Yes. I think that has to be what this is in reference to. I do think that line is mean and stupid and... Mm she didn't deserve it but it was at that time like everyone was just sort of ragging on Lindsay. totally anything and, i think felt like anything went at that point yeah which which is terrible um <laughs> but yeah we she was we hung out with her and i think she and like chris like stayed friends for a while they would text what? each other yeah I, I believe so and she was yeah she was cool with us obviously like she knows like that Oh, and then she came on the show, us. so she yeah. was fine. I thought maybe there was a dinner with Ryan and Lindsay, and that's where the events were made. Maybe, but I just sort of assumed, like, maybe this is... Because we all hung out with her all night. Like, we were just... Yeah, you guys did. Where were you? I mean, I was there. I didn't hang out with her. You didn't hang out with her? I mean, I was there. I just didn't hang out with her. <laughs> but, like, why would you have been there and not with us? I was. I just didn't hang out with her. I didn't engage. Did you did you have a beef with Lindsay Lohan? Yeah. <gasps> she did a photo shoot with my ex-boyfriend at one point, and it was very <sighs> sexy. And I, remember I was not this? a fan of her. Oh! And I was sure she was going to make a pass at him. <laughs> and neither of them cared. <laughs> That's the funny part. I shouldn't have blamed her. I should have blamed my right. boyfriend. Right. <laughs> oh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. And Lindsay and I grew up in the same town, essentially, on Long Island. We used really? to run in the same circles and audition, like, for all the same things. Yeah, we were around, we were, we grew up, like, acting. I mean, I don't think I worked with her all that much, but anyway. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. I know. So funny. She was always, I think because like we're around the same age-ish, like growing up in LA too, like I started like getting snuck into clubs at like 16 and 17. Mm. And that all stopped when she got caught going into clubs right. underage because they started putting sheriffs outside all the clubs we'd go to. She ruined it for you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. We digress, but. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so. Yes. Celia Green's song. <gasps> Which also, entered... by the way, sorry. <laughs> we watched the episode. We know what happens. 
<laughs> do you remember at this Grammys? We're gonna have to have Gwyneth on and then talk yeah. her through this. Yeah. But she introduced us to Beyonce. Yeah. So this is where the infamous "Who told me that?" with Nia in the bathroom with yes. me. Yeah. Happened. Because she performed with CeeLo. Then she and Beyonce were each other's dates. Right. At right. the Grammys and sat in the right. front row. We were in like the sixth or seventh row. And Diana were like, next commercial break, you and I are going to make a run for it. And we weren't going to tell any of you guys because like, we can't have everybody joining us. What the hell? Well, be- well because it was just going to be too many people to coordinate, you know? Fair, whatever. And I was like, it's Beyonce. I got to go. <laughs> and so we go. go up- yes. Uh-huh. And then some of you did see us and then came up and join us. Uh-huh. But she's like, oh, do you know B? And <laughs> introduces us. And, and Beyonce stands and it's just like very quiet and smiling and Gwyneth's like are we gonna go do shots after this very oh holly holiday god and she looks at beyonce and beyonce's like yeah <laughs> beyonce is um also kind of short like she looks her stature is i mean even bigger than i mean Gwyneth. we're the same height but she wears heels all the time and i just imagined her being twice my height <laughs> well she is in all fairness but um <laughs> When we went to the bath, yeah, this is the infamous Naya story. You went to the bathroom and Naya was pinning up my dress because remember my dress started to unfurl. Yes. And she's pinning up my dress and she's like, you are in a movie with my sister. <laughs> Weren't you in a movie with my sister? And she's like, Naya's like, no, I don't think so. Naya's literally on the floor at this point, like fixing my dress. And she's like, no. <laughs> she's like, are you sure? <laughs> Naya's like, told- yeah, yeah. Like, Who told me that? <laughs> And we both walked out of the bathroom. We were like, what just happened? Did she turn to somebody? This, I think she turned to Gwyneth. She turned to like a random person that was at the sink and goes, did you tell me that? <laughs> <laughs> and my sister is in the bathroom with you guys. I was the, oh, I don't know where the other boys were. It was only me. We were at an after party. And I come out of the bathroom and I'm sitting there and there's nobody around. And I look up and it's just Jay-Z and his bodyguard. And I immediately just looked down in my lap like, oh, my God. Oh, my. I had already, we had met him before through Gwyneth. But anyway. Right, right. So then my sister comes out. She goes, oh, my God. Um, do you know what just happened there? I was with Gwyneth Paltrow and Beyonce. And they're fixing somebody's dress. And then Beyonce asked me for mints because I was taking out these mints. And I was giving my sister shit all night for having these mints because I think they were making her breath worse. And she, she kept eating them because she was so nervous. And then Beyonce asked for mints. And my sister's like, you can have all of them. <laughs> Which I would have said too. I don't really oh, God. It was great. What a what a great memory. Our yeah. one Grammy experience ever. No, that's yeah. not true. We went to the Grammys after that. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. I did. Well, we didn't go for Glee. What? Did we not go? No. Do I have the memories of not being? Are you sure? Jenna, we only go to the Grammys when we're nominated. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so, okay, okay. Never mind. Holly Holiday is obviously killing it with all of us. We love it. We love her. Sue loves her. Sue's having a grand old time. Gay old time with Holly Holiday. Mm. And, and Rachel is like, hey, Sue, like, back. this girl's coming for your job. You need to come back because you're not going to have a job to come back to. Right. And so he starts to get paranoid. Rightfully so, because Sue fires him. Mm-hmm. And 
hires Holly full time, which brings <laughs> them to a full confrontation. Mm. And Holly's like, look, there's not a lot of good jobs out there and I need the job. In the okay. meantime, what Holly has done has also won over Rachel a bit because she's like, yo, you suck. <laughs> You're a total drag. Has anyone ever told you that? And Buck's like, I have. <laughs> and Rachel realizes there was an up-tempo number that she's always wanted to do that. I love all these, you know, whips to um, Pre- like shoe trying to find another journey song that we haven't done yet (laughs) and then they do this big chicago number which was insane and great do you remember watching that oh yeah yeah i remember being happy i was in the audience same (laughs) not really remembering watching them but then also being like oh my god they really made both of these girls work (laughs) really hard yeah and then also like budget are we talking about like the Um, sparks flying off on that i know i know well i mean for gwyneth you bring budget okay oh yeah obviously I mean, Gwyneth was the budget, but also you bring budget. <laughs> I always did wonder like how much the guest stars got paid. Well, I think it varied. Probably. I don't think it was. We have never, one, will never be privy rate. to that information. Never. No. Especially not. Give um, her the entire budget. But meanwhile, while while Will is home um, and Holly is taking, basically taking over the Glee Club, um, he is being taken care of by one and only Terry Schuster. And as crazy as Terry is, she knows Will. And she brings him soup. She rubs his chest with the vapor rub. The thick widow baby. The baby voice just, it makes me very uncomfortable. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Because it's so good. Right. So at some, Will's like, get out of here. Don't come back. But she comes back. <laughs> She oh, takes does care she of him in many ways. She also gives him singing in the rain to watch, which leads us to his little fever dream mm-hmm. um, of this wonderful number, very random, wonderful number between him and Harry. Which okay, let's talk about this number. It's so <sighs> random and out of place, but excellent, great, ex- yeah. very exciting to watch. First of all. This number starts, and I'm like, oh, right, this is the Singing in the Rain number from this episode. I remember this. And then I look to my the left of the screen, and I go, is that Tina? <laughs> and I'm like, that's not me. That's a crew girl. Okay. It's Tina. <laughs> yeah. I remember you being a part of this. Yeah. I wish I did, because I don't remember being here. Well, you didn't have, like, a lot comparatively. Yes, but I genuinely looked at the screen and said, is that Tina? I mean, there's been a few times I've done that since we've been doing this podcast. Okay, fair. This is the first one where I was alarmed at the fact that I don't remember being there. It's a very scary... It's imagine if you're out on a night (laughs) and you have a little too much to drink (laughs) and then someone shows you a photo from that night a decade later and you're like I wasn't there <gasps> oh I left what, at the first bar that's what it feels like, like nope. without the fun of the alcohol <laughs> yeah and you're like wait a second and then I see you and I see all the other yeah. people like okay other people were there okay yeah I was there okay I don't remember being there but if we didn't have to like do anything we really sort of checked out I don't think we were in a lot actually to be fair I don't think we were in a lot of the shots so I don't think we're actually even on the stage we weren't yeah we weren't just making sure yeah cool (laughs) you're fine (laughs) your brain's fine okay cool (laughs) 
Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives swim collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Where were we? Okay, so he's doing Singing in the Rain, and then him and Terry, Terry comes back, is taking care of him again, and somehow they end up canoodling. That's one word for it. I was like, no, don't do it. This is the start (laughs) of the vapor rub. Oh, gosh. 
it's the beginning and the end. <laughs> it should yeah. be. It Terry's should be. vapor rub walked so your vapor rub could run. I'm not quite sure why she was there or why that happened, but it gave something for Will. It gave it, it moved Will's thing along, his whole little sick storyline along. Totally. And then Rachel comes, yes, and Rachel comes and she says, you got to come back. She had a mask, which also is very COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, PTSD. But I also, you know, what happened shortly after too is that we get we're, we're going to talk about the Mercedes and Tots, mm-hmm. but you know, Mercedes gets in trouble for doing something now that Holly's the full time teacher, and Holly's like, "Oh, I don't know how to do this. Actually, I've accepted mm-hmm. this job. I don't know how to do it." And then goes over to Schuster's house and has this really great scene. Yeah. They're really great together, and she's upset. And she's vulnerable and opening up, having a really adult, meaningful conversation. Terry shows up. Mm-hmm. Holly Holiday is like, ooh, drama. <laughs> um, and Will kicks her out seemingly for good, for good, for good. Right. And Holly right? says, like, your wife is a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, I think seemingly this is the end. Yeah. The end. It seems like that. So uh, the other this, thing that's happening this yeah episode is Kurt and Blaine and Mercedes. Kurt is, you know, becoming closer with Blaine, spending every waking second um, with him, basically. They have all these plans. And the person who is getting the brunt of the dereliction, basically, a friendship is Mercedes because Kurt now sees Blaine sort of as his new BFF in a way. And Mercedes is like put out to pasture, basically. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, well, what about me? Right. And she keeps trying to make plans and she's like not excited for him. And meanwhile, we see that she loves the tater tots. And <laughs> I was wondering happens- why the tots came in that scene i was like why are they using mercedes and food right now like what is this this thing yeah but uh, then i was like okay 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 so uh, sue decides as part of her you know principal campaign reforming the school was reforming the children's diets and taking away the tots mm-hmm. and mercedes is not happy about it loses it i mean they get taken away. She's upset. She goes on a... She's basically the third wheel on that date with Kurt and Blaine. Right. And Kurt's trying to include her and she is ordering the tots. And Kurt, <laughs> you know, tries to set her up with somebody and Mercedes is like, is it just because he's black? Like, everything <laughs> you're naming is just black activities. Because he's right. one of five black people at this school. <laughs> and Kurt's sort of a... Kind of. <laughs> and Kurt you know, gives it to her straight. And it's like, I think you're replacing me mm-hmm. with the food. Right. Right. And or like something to something fill involve the void. herself with. Right. right. Yes. And because <laughs> cause she brings a box of tots to school. Herself. She brings the box of tots. <laughs> I do love when she stands up in the cafeteria and does that. Sally, well, I don't know what movie it's from. But it's like Sally Field with the union sign. It's very that. <laughs> And everybody stands up and screams tots and Chris is like shocked by the <laughs> I just love seeing them together. So I'm like, okay. I, yeah, the we haven't seen them silly, in a while. But, That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um and then Mercedes stuffs Seuss car um exhaust with tots. <laughs> her le car. 
<laughs> and Holly Holiday is brought in. And I'm not always sure why um, Shu or Holly Holiday are brought in with the child. It's as if like Glee Club is the me- like the mecca, and like we have like a guidance counselor. That's us. a fair point. Do you know what I mean? There's I've never oh, I've just accepted it. But he, why? Because we need a voice of reason against Sue. Because kids can't talk back to adults. Yeah. So Mercedes can't talk back to Sue, or she'll just get expelled. Yeah, so and our Glee Club teacher is sort of our right. voice. But I, th- I just thought that was funny. I, there's always like one of them in there. And you Holly know. Holiday. This is where Holly realizes that this is kind of out of her. Um, capacity and she just doesn't she doesn't know actually know what she's doing and when in serious moments like this she's tank out no bulb i don't know she tank out no bulb (laughs) tank out no bulb (laughs) (laughs) sorry that was an old joke we used to have it's a very old joke you brought right back (laughs) so mercedes is gonna get stuck with the bill the thirteen thousand dollar bill or whatever of fixing this car and Holly's like, is this on me? Am I going to jail? And mm-hmm. then that's when she shows up at Chew's place and is like, right. out of my depth. I don't know how to do this. And then it's also when Sue realizes Holly is not a capable teacher in this way. Great as a substitute, <laughs> but we need Shu back as well. So everybody wants Shu back. And because she likes a good foe and Holly's not a good enough foe for her. At That's all. right. That's right. And I, yeah, does it ever fully get resolved? I think they just sort of. Just, I think that she has to repair it and that's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then we get to all roads lead to this pool mm. of water on the right. auditorium stage. Right. And so. Yeah, Will realizes that when he's back that they could, the kids actually do really miss Holly, Holiday and they really love them. So he's like, okay, can you help me make up this um, this number and modernize Singing in the Rain because we all hate it. And I remember the, okay, first of all, the, the umbrellas were were an issue these umbrellas were not meant to be opened and closed every two seconds and if you everything was an issue with this number okay fine all right let's just say it some people really love this number and i will say watching it i was like this looks really cool it looks great filming it nightmare never hated anything more (laughs) (laughs) actually that's not true did what okay what the fuck say okay so there was like a a foot a box on the stage and it was about a foot high. I mean, maybe not, maybe not even um, on on each side. Like it was mm-hmm. very short and low to the ground. And then it was covered in like some kind of vinyl or something. And then they put water in it and carpet. And, like according to because now we've talked to Andrew and Ryan about this, right? I think there was sort of a carpet in there so we wouldn't slip. That's right. They did put the carpet in there. That's right. And I remember rehearsing this, and I don't think we rehearsed with the actual umbrellas. So first of all, there's a problem there, because these umbrellas were not prop dance umbrellas that were meant mm-hmm. to open and close a thousand times. And right. in the choreography, you can't really tell. We are opening and closing them a thousand times. Yeah. There's some so masterful pro- editing happening. Yeah. That was like the, pr- the least of our problems, though. This water on the stage did not belong. <laughs> 
It did well, not belong. And we didn't even know. That's just from our perspective. We didn't even know all the other stuff was going on that Ryan and Andrew told us about in their episodes. So you can go back and listen to those if you haven't. Right. But because one of them, Andrew said there was like <laughs> issue with the carpet. And then right. Ryan wanted it all cleaned out because it got all moldy from the water being in there too long. It so wasn't. We had the to water wasn't it clear. Clean it. Yeah. Right. And didn't want to put us at risk. So, the, but then there were suds in there from cleaning the carpet. It so they soap had to, in the <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, right. And the water. So basically, what they told us was kick up as much water as you can get in the air, so that when we shoot, forty eight frames is when they shoot in double time, so it looks really slow in the water, mm-hmm. like slow motion. And they told us to kick it. So people are really getting in there and it's getting in our faces. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the number, one take of the number, our rain boots had water up at our shins. It just sh- you'd take your shoe off and pour the water out. And it was so I couldn't see. I remember I was going to see and then being scared I was going to get hit by an umbrella. And it was Ryan directing, so you don't, like, don't want to complain. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you were low to the ground. Jenna. <laughs> you were also in the corner. If you go watch this number, I don't move. <laughs> After I do my like little Jay-Z thing, I come forward, and then I'm as far back <laughs> in that right corner as possible. Because, yeah, I couldn't see. I was wearing glasses and actually need them. Oh my god! And I was at waist level, so everyone's <laughs> intentionally kicking water up to the height of my face, <laughs> and because I'm sitting, it's all collecting in my lap. And that water might have been warm when it got put in the box, but by the time <laughs> it's sitting there and is getting kicked up and exposed to the air, it's no longer warm. <laughs> and my, the seat, my clothes, everything was just soaking, like sopping wet. And I just sat just, in there for what? I mean, half a day. I was oh. so miserable. I'm not even like dancing. If you, I'm barely on the edge of frame, like in three <laughs> shots, I think. Because I was trying to find myself. Because all I remember is the feeling, but I'm barely even in the number. And right. I think I had just given up. Like, I was like, I have no will to perform. I can't do it. Like, doing if I were you, I would have given up too. You couldn't really see my eyes up. anyway. So I think I might have just been like moving my arms just to. <laughs> yeah, they, because, like, what am I going to do? Also, it was really hard to wheel across, like, the waterlogged Water. carpet and so no wow. one could really push me around because everyone had a prop so oh my god yeah. that's right mm-hmm. oh no already people do love that number and every time someone says it i have to I check have, myself yes to, yes ugh. i'm like my, I love my that initial love reaction it. is ugh. yeah because <laughs> i've but really like, blocked it out really cool it's also weird that like Holly and Will are performing with the Glee Club. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, you had to it's have great. a Gwyneth number at the end. Yeah. But I did see. I remember looking at the stage on in um in the episode last night when I was watching it and thinking like, oh, you wouldn't really know how they did that. And I was like, okay, I get how people really like this. Yes, it looks really cool. Totally. And the rain's coming down in the back. <laughs> like, it I looks don't even great. Remember that part, but it didn't even matter. It was really not fun. No, but I mean, the people who actually, the crew members who actually had to figure out how to do it and did yeah. it and then to so drain quickly. it and redo, like. Um, also, so Gwyn- Gwyneth didn't <laughs> complain for one second. 
Here's the thing. <laughs> Gwyneth never complained. Ever complained about anything. Oh. I mean, God. I don't know how much she was being paid, so maybe I wouldn't either. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, but fair she, enough. Gwyneth also, you know, we were constantly learning when we have guest stars and you have these famous people and watching her was an education. Totally. Because she did not complain. If she was off camera, she would do full out everything, mm-hmm. every dance move. Like in that Chicago number, mm-hmm. when they were doing our reactions, she still did that whole cartwheel thing. at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, she had her heels on. She did the whole thing. She did do it for us. She was, And, and that was a real lesson. There. And this is how you are professional. Professional. Yeah, I remember we'll get to it later, but like when she did turning tables in another episode, <gasps> that was also an education. Like, oof, That's she's right. good. That's right. But I forgot she did that. Yeah, remind me when we get to it to tell that story. But okay. she, oh, the best. It wasn't, it was a journey this episode. I liked this episode though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed it. it. Mine is the Lindsay Lohan jokes. I thought it was a really good episode. For sure. Well, that's um, uh, that's the substitute. Should we do some tardy takes? Let's do some tardy takes. Okay. Come on. So, cringe moments, aka ouchies. What do you think, Kevin? Um, I have two. Uh, it's the Lindsay Lohan references and I think also Holly Holiday's bipolar <laughs> rant thing. Yes. Not great. While, while her Mary Todd Lincoln impression was very funny, the joke itself about the bipolar was not funny. Yeah. Um, all of her montages though were very funny. Um yeah. or her like little classroom moments. Uh best dance move. I mean, it, singing in the rain, I guess, has to be I don't know, I gotta say, Harry and, and Matt. Oh yeah. Doing all those crazy backflips. Yeah, you're right. Like that they really did that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay, you win. Thanks. I always do. Um, <laughs> what you think. Best song. Forget you. Yeah. And I do have to say, you know, this happened in the last episode with you singing during the girls mashup. Naya is singing her face off in yes. these ad libs and is not covered for a single one of them. Not for a moment. <laughs> no. But on tour, the live version, you get to see her singing it and singing right. it live. And she sounds incredible. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that, too. Yeah. Um. Best performance by a prop. I think the tots. Absolutely the tots. <laughs> Not the water bucket that we were dancing in. No, 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 no. Best line? My favorite line <laughs> is when Mercedes is at breadsticks with Kurt and Blaine. And you yep. just hear, gay, 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 <laughs> gay, gay, gay. I hope my mouth and little purse falls out. How did that get in there? <laughs> I love that. I'm I obsessed with that. It was very funny. Um, so good. I have another one. Yes. When Will says, when I'm sick, there's only one thing that makes me feel better. <laughs> and Hardy says, and it's really the delivery, gin and juice. <laughs> it was so random. It's so weird. <laughs> it was very funny. It was very, very funny. Yeah, there were some good one-liners in this episode. Okay, should we should we look at the talk? Yes. Here's what's happening on TikTok. Are you ready, Genta? No. Oh, 
Oh, wow. Bringing all the old school I know. inside jokes back. Kevin. Sorry. Um, I'm not ready, but I'm ready. Go for okay. it. Okay. So on TikTok, someone named Sammy Waz, was, I don't know, two S's at the end. Okay. Um, they do a scene from Glee. And it's these two boys and cheerleading outfits. Yes. And one's playing Santana. The no. summer surgery fight. <gasps> and they're on the football field. Stop. And they act out the number. I mean, the scene. And it's really cute and great. <gasps> Are you watching it? <laughs> yes, I'm watching it. That's great. <laughs> like all the athletes in the background and they're in their little cheerleading uniforms. I think Wait. it's wonderful this is really funny very cute very cute wow um thanks for making that video and it's it's great (laughs) it's really cute (laughs) and yeah some of the comments are like the one guy is really like looks like quinn and like quinn's (laughs) voice fits him and i agree they look like they can be related (laughs) great work great work really great work big fan um well Thanks for that talk, and thanks for listening. That was the substitute. <laughs> we hope you'll come back next week to recap. Oh, we love Bert. Gwyneth. Furt, furt, furt. Um, oh, furt. Do you remember anything from furt? I think this is when they get married. <gasps> no. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Wait, Jenna. Yes. It's also when you guys, you were a vegetarian or pescatarian up until furt. <gasps> Kevin, what a memory. <laughs> and then I, he wasn't anymore. We had spicy chicken sandwiches from Wendy's. <laughs> that was my first meal back. What a meal. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a meal. Okay, so Furt, we're going to be talking <laughs> spicy fried chicken sandwiches, <laughs> marriage, Bruno Mars. And all get, the things. Oh, and tequila shots. Oh, Romy. Okay. Yeah, get ready. All right. All right. Um, come back next week. That's what you really missed. Thanks for listening and follow us on Instagram at and that's what you really miss pod. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. See you next time. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one listen to a really good cry with radhi devlukia on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the black effect presents family therapy and i'm your host elia connie jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner david David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.